Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Patty, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather here, God. We ask that your light be shown across this podcast, God, and across this media, and we ask that you reach the furthest depths, God, to give knowledge, understanding, wisdom, power. We ask that you use us in the way that you would see fit to further grow your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, family. You've reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We're excited to have you on tonight. A little bit delayed. We're two days off. We had... We always sometimes get down here and always sometimes. Always we get sometimes. Always sometimes. That's, 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 that's make it a little more accurate every time. We get down here and we start <laughs> chatting and we look and it's 10 o'clock at night. And it's like, okay, we need to do something or we need to postpone for a day. And next thing we look at, it's like 11.15. And we're not <laughs> mad that we have a good relationship and we laugh and talk yeah. to each other. Yeah. Not mad about that. A nope. little bit mad that we sometimes get that as in front of what we need to be doing, but it's still good to talk and love each other and, yeah. and, and listen and laugh and be friends, you know, and be friendly towards each other. You know, but, some people could get here around two o'clock. Not all <laughs> just of get, us don't just have to work on Tuesdays. <laughs> Anyhow. I, that wasn't serious. I didn't mean that. Anyhow, we're here tonight. We're going to record a good podcast for you. we got some thoughts burning in our minds. we got some ideas working inside of us. We're ready to share what knowledge and understanding God has given us and in, in our opinions on, and beliefs on what we have read. And we want to, uh, we just want to give our insight. Maybe it's helpful to you. Maybe it's helpful. Someone else's viewpoint can be helpful. That's why it's so important to have, I think it's great that we have, it's not important, but it's great that we have four different lives, yeah, four different ages, four different categories, four different job styles. You know, four work. different ways of looking at things. There's four different perspectives down here, different useful minds in the kingdom of God, four different insights, four different relationships with Jesus Christ, four different salvation stories. There's enough here tonight to reach a multitude of different people. Amen. So what we're going to talk tonight about, first thing we got to do is go around the table like we always do. It's a tradition. And sometimes always. Sometimes, sometimes always. always that do I have to put that on a shirt? No. Sometimes no, always. Don't worry about it. Are you sure? No, we're uh, gonna go around the table and ask. <laughs> I can. We're gonna see how people are doing, Mark. And I think we need to start with Casey. Yes. How are you <laughs> doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a week. A little bit rougher at work than my husband in the past, but there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not against learning new things and being challenged to see what I can accomplish. So. That's where I'm at. I'm ready for Friday at five o'clock. I'll be real. There's only one more day though, so we'll make it. It'll be all right. <laughs> Some of us had to work is Saturday. All that, is that all that happened to you this week? Pretty much. Good. I don't do a whole lot during the week. Do you do you feel compelled to do anything throughout the week for the gospel? I'm not saying that in a bad way towards you. I'm not saying that you don't. But I'm just gonna. I want to ask. I'm not saying it like that. Patty. I know. Don't I know. Patty just gave Bryce the meanest mom look that I've ever seen. Was, she, was it side eye? Do you feel compelled you to do eye? anything? I'm not saying that you don't do anything. <laughs> I'm asking you. That's better. I'm asking you. Maybe we should have done this two days ago. <laughs> I'll, this. I'll answer Bryce's question before he keeps digging his hole. No, I'm not digging. No, a hole. I know you're not digging. I'm a finishing hole. the question. Casey. Okay. Okay. Do you feel like God is wanting you to do something throughout the week and it's kind of pressing you towards doing it, asking you to do it, giving you signs that you need to do something or have thoughts 
yeah, maybe not necessarily like that day during the week, but I have ideas and goals that I'd like to accomplish eventually. Yeah. It's a lot of future eventually. And sometimes there is like a pressing thing right that minute, you know? Yeah. Um, music a lot of the time is a pressing thing. Yeah. I don't get to put that off. If it comes, it comes and I'm either not going to work because I don't have any breaks left and I'm going to hurry up and do it. Or, it either comes or it goes on that perspective. Yeah. yeah. It's not like that's that's important too. There are some things that you can't put off until later. You have to get them done whenever it's called to do it or whenever you're meant to do it. And some things are future goals and you can't get in too big of a rush about it. You have to trust God to fulfill on it. Right. There's been like a lot of rhythms, progressions, and melodies in that that I didn't learn early enough to find a way to record them. Yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. But once I learned, it's like, hey, you know, it's I have a cell phone. Okay, I'm going to put it down, start the recording, even if it's just, you know, 10, 15 seconds or something. I have a record of what I was trying to do, and I can come back to it later. Maybe it takes longer for that to actually come to something. Right. But it's just like when we get, when I get prepared for a sermon, it's always listening. And if something pops in my head, got to get it down. Yeah. yeah. I have a pretty good memory when it comes to like a, pin, a pinpoint. But if I'm doing something while it comes to me, I have to immediately stop. If I'm sitting there and it comes to my mind, I'm like, okay, and I just ponder on it, I can continue. It gets cemented into my mind, but if I'm currently doing something, it's more apt to just float out of my mind. Right. Then you lose it kind of forever. That's why, like, this is my best friend anytime, like, when I'm working or anything like that. or Notes. Yep, I make a note. I drop, even if it's... Even if it's six months before I use it, I've got it there because I had it for a reason. Like I that it's like ammo. The one with the uh from the revival. Mm-hmm. Part of that I had from the when you did the uh <laughs> the communion service. And that was a few months ago before the revival. Right. But it's like I'm gonna take a note of this because if not, You're it's gonna, gonna be gone. It. That's what I have to do too. All right, Mark, you're up. How you Oh, doing? didn't I just say that? Oh, <laughs> I thought I was gonna like piggybacking off of Casey on that one. No, you, how's your no, week going? <laughs> my week's going pretty good. Going pretty good. Um, work's kind of like up and down, like hours wise at the moment. After a couple weeks of six thirty, seven o'clock every night of the week. Yeah, but mainly what I've been doing is just design, trying to design some more things because we got stuff we want to do. We got Ideas. things we're trying to get out and. Yeah. Making some ideas. I started doing a uh, a logo for a coworker for something that he has as well. So yeah, I'm gonna pose the same question to you, Mark. You better, even though you kind of answered it. Do you feel compelled to do anything throughout the week? Well, that's only part of it. By God, yeah, that's only part of it, though. I'm also I I keep I I, I it has to be compelled because this idea keeps coming in my head. Right. That this. Is what I want to do a lot of. Yeah. And if we could, if I could literally just do just this and none of the other, I'm going to call it junk. Right. Because all it does is put hours on the clock. It doesn't actually do anything for you. Super, super fruitful and definitely nothing for the church. Right. I guarantee I'd be so much happier. Absolutely. I think we can all say that. So that's, 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 Casey, that's, what, that was, that's what I that was that's, Casey making that noise. That's one of my goals right now is to get to the point where that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Kingdom mind. Exactly. That's good. That's good, Mark. I can't say the same. No. I, I and I feel sometimes I feel downtrodden by that. Like I'm trying to build my own kingdom. Sometimes it's like a thought in my mind. It's like, what am I doing? 
I worked really hard for that, and I don't work for the kingdom as hard as I should. And that's what I like with this. Like, this is nothing. Everything we discuss, it's not. It's our own ideas and thoughts on it, but we're going off of the Bible, not our own. We're not writing down verses of our own and then trying to explain that. We're they're derived from the Bible. Yeah, exactly. It's not our opinion. It's our biblical opinion, and that's fun to me. Yeah, it's fun. It's easy, energizing. Oh yeah. It's good for your soul, too. If we didn't put a limit on this sometimes, we could probably have four-hour episodes and not even realize it because we'd start recording when we got down. Now, don't you roll your eyes at me, Casey, because if I, if we hit record the minute everybody got down My here, eyes were not rolled. Let that be said <laughs> on the record. By the time we get to 11 o'clock, it would just be recording straight through because we always have a good time. We do. Yeah. The thing is, though, we need to have good content and not so exactly. much. We, sometimes we get off track down here yeah. talking. But, the rabbit holes usually stay off the air. <laughs> nice. That's good, Mark. That's a good good place to be, I think. Wanting to be working and diligent where you're at, but be moving towards a, a higher calling through Jesus, I guess. Yeah. I feel like if he if you're faithful to him, he'll be faithful to you. Definitely. Patty, you're up. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Have a good week? I had a great week. Um Let's see, Friday, it's almost Friday. I spent some time with friends and family and got out and about. We went bowling this weekend. I forgot about that. Uh You forgot about me. That's okay. I didn't forget about you. I just forgot. Well, that was her story to tell. That was was Patty's story because she invited. please tell them all about our bowling. Okay, so we went bowling Friday and... Uh, I passed Casey's house and I was like, hey, Casey's home. Let me call her, see what she's doing. So last minute, you know, I'm like, hey, girl, what are you doing? We're going bowling. You want to join us? And she's like, sure. Let me just throw something on. I'll be down there. (laughs) Okay. Hey. hey. We're getting a bowling alley into Wajak. Just saying. (laughs) We'll be there. Nitro zone. We'll be there. It's not open yet. As soon as it's open, we'll be there. Hey. But yeah, it's, it's fun to get together and hang out with Christian family and it's really great. It's so important. we had a good time. Yeah. It's more than fun. Yeah. It's important. So we had a good time, and um, I'd like to do that more often, get together, and just say, hey, we're down here. Anybody want to join us? Come on down. And I, I think it's good, too, for the ones that aren't that are there. Yeah. Because they they're seeing an example. You can have a good time without having to get ignorant and stupid and do most of the things that society says is what's fun. Yeah. And you could you could be in the world but not be of the world. You know, they were playing um secular music and, and part of it was driving me crazy, but I think that's just my age. But uh, <laughs> a lot of it was like heavy metal. Seventeen, right? Too much heavy metal for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I never did like that, but um the rest was fine. <laughs> it's good to get together. But it like was that. it was cool. It's very a building. It's it's like gaining t- st- stronger bonds, and if your bonds are stronger, you're going to be harder to be torn down. Exactly, right. and, I, and I think that's important as a church. I think we need to be more of a family, mm-hmm. and we we I think we do that very well in this place with yes. our church. You know, especially being connected every day through the line app and through our various group chats. You know, they it keeps us it keeps us strong together. And, yeah. and caring about each other. And I think that's where the best strength comes from is care for one another. Yeah. Now you got to ask her the question. You got to do the thing. Patty, have you felt compelled to do anything this week by God? Um, yes, I have, actually. I had an encounter with an old friend that was down and out. And um, he and his wife have been friends of mine for a long time. 
Yeah. And he had just been uh, through rehab and came into the shop and wanted a haircut, but really needed just somebody to talk to. Just be a friend, yeah. And I had recently talked to his wife, and um, she told me a little bit what was going on. But for him, he was a kind of shy person, so he didn't really talk a lot. But for him to come in and talk to me and just let loose and give his heart out. Yeah, he needed it. He needed to talk. Yeah. There's healing in that. There's a lot of healing in it. But I let him um I let him open up. And also I talked to him about Jesus. I talked to him about the Lord because they have been to church. She changed her life around. Yeah. And started serving the Lord about ten years ago. And uh, um, he was there, but not there. Right. He was present. So he'd go through the motions with her, go to service or whatever, but but wasn't into it. That's a real thing, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's e- I, very easy to do. I think a lot of us do go through that. Yeah. Where we're not into it. We're not in, in it we're just, all the way. We're just, just kind of there. Yeah. And we're going through the motions. That's kind of like when you're working out, even if you get to that last couple reps of the set mm-hmm. and you can't finish them, but you have someone there that helps you lift it so you can still get through it, you're still doing it, Yeah, which will help then the next time when you actually can finish it or in the case of church, be involved then because you've already kind of got the practice down. Okay, this is when we go. This is what we do. Yeah. Maybe to start with, I'm not quite feeling it, but then something happens or couple times through now you finally start to understand and you start to you turn that into a different thought than i had oh, i had sorry. it as a bad thought you made it into a good perspective like a, a building block or a yeah. foundation yeah, I thought, because you need others to build you up right and you you made it like to where okay maybe i don't understand it the first time and i'm just here being present yeah um maybe i don't know why or what's going on or but just to go and get kind of your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a point where you stop, you plateau, you know, you don't move forward. You don't continue to go up. You stay steady in the one spot. I mean, you continually need to be able to grow, but that was a good thought, Mark. And the church family is like the spotter that helps you get through those last couple. And the next time you get that plateau, they're the ones that help you get through the next one. Be a good church family. If you don't have one, start it. Yeah. If you don't have something, create it. Be the first one. Yep. So I was talking to him, and I said, you know, nobody can make you do, nobody can can make you go to church. No. I said, and it's not even a a religion, it's a relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. Right. I said, you can go to this church, that church, whatever. But the main thing is, do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ right. in the end? Right. Because you're going to stand before him and you're going to give an account, not just were you a good husband, were you a good father to your children, were you a good person? What have you done? Yes. Yeah. What have you done for the kingdom of God? Right. Yourself. How have you lived your life last. for him? Right. And um, I said, so that's what that's what's going to be judged on you at at the end, and you're going to be by yourself, and nobody can help you at that last moment. Right. Nobody's going to be there but yourself. I I heard a really good illustration of that, and it was the man 
on the cross next to Jesus, the thief on the cross that got to go into heaven. He said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. And, and it was kind of not a skit, but he, the, the guy was explaining it like he gets to heaven and he's like, what are you doing here? He said, I don't know, but that guy right there said, said I, can I come. Can come. The guy that was in the middle Isn't that awesome? said that I can be here, and he was making the yeah. illustration that yeah, if, if you get if you get to heaven and you're speaking in the first person like I I I I I did this I did that I did this I did that you ain't staying you're not gonna stay but no. if you get there and speak in the third person which saying he did it mm-hmm. the only I didn't ever do anything good enough to get right. me here he was the one that made the way for yep. me it was super cool to think about it like that yeah. yeah. He's like, well, what did you do? Did you feed the homeless? Or did you feed the homeless and give them shelter and give them clothes and nope. take care of the needy? Nope. I was a thief. I stole. Well, how'd you get here? The one right there that was next to me said I can come. Yep. Booyah. And, you know, I didn't I didn't even pray for him to say, Jesus, come into my heart or anything. Yeah. I said, you know what to do. Yeah. You've been in church. You've yeah. been in services. Yeah. You know what to do. Mm-hmm. So when you're alone, put it into practice. When you're alone and nobody else is around, yeah, and there's no other voices, speak to him. Yeah, because he's there with you. Right. And you so, know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I keep trying to say something. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I threw the ball in his court, basically. Yes. Because it's not about me. You can't do it for him either. No, it's not about me. As much as you'd like to. It's about him and Jesus Christ. Right. So that's what we have to work on with with other people. Right. And I would have never thought that I'd have that chance to speak to him. Yeah. And he w- he's been on my mind a lot, and I just pray for him yeah. and for his wife. And I spoke to her afterwards. You know, I didn't tell her about the conversation, but God knows. Yeah. God knows, and he was pouring out his heart even after the fact. Yeah. And all he could say was thank you. And for me to hear that thank you was all I could do was praise the Lord for it. Yeah. Because I had one opportunity. To, sh- to share his good news. To share his news with him. Yeah. And I could I could have just shut down. Right. And I could have just uh, talked about something else. And a lot of people do that nowadays. It's like, well, I'm kind of embarrassed or I'm good enough myself, so... You're just on your own. Figure it out how I did. Yeah. You know, that's not what we're supposed to do. No. And I was at work and there was people around me, all around me. Don't they could care. hear me. Don't care. I don't care. <laughs> that's it. I don't care. That's good. You know, and to me, I just wanted everybody to know, hey, this guy's real right now. Yeah. This guy's having a moment right now. Like my insides were leaping. I, yeah, wanted, this, I wanted him to just be free. <laughs> being a guy and being a guy and knowing not the circumstances or anything, but hearing the story that you're saying, it wasn't easy for him to do that. No. You can't. Yeah, I can barely even open up to people that I love, much less someone that I just kind of know. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Which, that's when you know someone's being genuine, when you know, can, you kind of know them and it's not characteristically like them to do this. And you're like, okay, this person's for real. Yeah. But he said, thank you for letting me talk to you. And I usually don't talk like this. You know me. Yeah. But thank you. And some people just need to do that. And it was cool. You want to be used by God? Sit and listen to somebody's hurting. Mm-hmm. There you go. Honestly, you don't really have to do much except for be there. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Well, that leaves only one. 
Bryce? Bryce. Tell us about your week. You all right, Casey? Yeah, I just forgot that you hadn't talked yet. <laughs> I've been talking well, the whole time. Well, he's been talking. We just haven't asked him yet. I no, I've been pretty good. I got a little bit of a head cold going on, so my voice sounds a little weird, but... It, <laughs> it uh, sounds like always to me. It does? Yeah, not really. No, mine, <laughs> I can't breathe out of my right nostril. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, little flat. No, we're... Uh, I've just been working and, and trying to do thank, do right by my family. My wife is pregnant now, and... We're going to have a kid in Yay. May. So exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> a little bit terrifying. Because we don't have one yet. We're going to have one Dad now. That is so good. He is. We've been praying for it, and he answered. That's all I can say is he did yeah. what he said he would do. But it took. I think it took more faithfulness on our part. Because until, until, until we started praying realistically and, and honestly toward, to God and asking him and making our requests known to him, and nothing happened. And then as soon as we did, she's nine weeks pregnant now. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Anyhow, it's kind of it's kind of nerve-wracking thinking about having another life to be responsible for. And, and we were kind of talking off air about certain topics and like, I'm responsible for that now. I'm responsible for how they're going to be raised, what they know about Jesus, what they know about life, you know. And life without Jesus isn't life. No. So it's... Not terrifying, but I got my work cut out. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I do things as best as I can, you know? So other than that, it's, well, been, it's been fantastic. Well, now we got to turn the question on you as well. Have you felt pushed or called by God to do anything this week or drawn out into anything? Not specifically. Okay. I've not been feeling compelled to do something specifically, but in general, I want to be more um, caring and concerned for others over myself. I've been feeling that. I've been feeling like I want to make sure everyone is taken care of, you know, before I am. Um, and uh, maybe that's me becoming a dad, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. But whatever that means. But other than that, I really haven't had any, like, specific urges to do anything. I've been kind of just making it through, I guess. Anybody been there? Yeah. Like that sometimes, man. You just got to get through the day. I've been I've been trying day. to pray and read the Bible more because my dad's been saying it about uh, David when he got into a position where he came back and the his camp was overrun. All the women and children were gone, you know, and then the, his men turned on him. He went and put his 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 prayer cloth on and, and encouraged himself in the Lord. And I think that's more important than what you know. It does work. It works. Trust me, it works. Coming from these past couple of weeks, I've been down and not depressed, but I was kind of anxious feeling, you know, and then I started reading God's word and it brought just a sense of security to me. I'm like, okay, I can make it now. But in, in the thing too that I, I guess I have been pressed. Here's what I've been pressed on. Don't quit when it gets good. Yeah. When it gets better, don't stop, mm -hmm. you know, because there's always better than where you're at right now, I believe. Even if where you're at right now is good, but when your problem isn't totally a problem to you anymore, don't quit. Don't quit praying. Don't quit reading. Don't quit fasting. Don't quit seeking God's face. Continue. I mean, that's a lesson you can learn from even like <laughs> you're talking about a head cold. Like when you get sick or when you have an illness, yeah. the doctor prescribes a certain amount of pills. 
most people stop once they start to feel, feel better. better. But there's still sometimes lingering, there's still more to more good to come of, but you have to finish what you started. The rest of it. They don't prescribe you, you know, 17 pills for you just to take three. Well, it's persistence. That's a good point, Mark. They they want you and they prescribe you a certain way and they normally do it a couple times a day too. That's yep. important. And it's also like, especially considering how much they tr- they're cracking down more and more on the different medications, they're not going to over-prescribe you. Uh-uh. They're going to give you only what you need. They're not going to give you too much. They're not going to give you too little. They're they not going to give you what you can't handle. Exactly. Or what's going to be harmful to you to get it done. Right. That's true. Because people take antibiotics sometimes and then they feel better and they don't take all the antibiotics. And guess what? Three weeks later, they need them again. Not even just that. Whenever you don't finish the round of antibiotics, the ones that it didn't get in the first, you know, six days of your seven day round, they're more resistant to it. You have to go the next time and you can't kill them then. Yeah. Right. You have to get a different dosage. And that's the type of dosage that can possibly leave you feeling a lot worse. Right. Not even just that. If you do it enough times, that's how you get these super bugs that they just can't figure out how to medicate away. If you don't go all the way and complete the round and you don't get rid of something completely, there's going to come a point where you can't get rid of it at all. Mm -hmm. That's biblical. Yeah. Come back seven times stronger. Yeah. You got to replace what is there with something good. Yep. You got to completely kill the ugly. And if you take a couple of pills less, you leave a little bit of that bad in and there's not going to be the room because the good that's not going to, the good you want in there is not going to take place there with the bad still in it. No. You got to give it all completely out and then get something in that's going to fill it up. So I guess that's what my mind's been saying this week. Continue, I guess is the word for it. Continue, continue, continue. Stay going. Don't stop. Don't look back. Go. Move. Work. Drive for it. And you got to work for your sal- not for the salvation. You get salvation, but your relationship you got to work for. That's right. You got to be there for. It. You got to be consistent too. Consistent. Yeah. Feed your spirit. Make your spirit man more stronger. Yep. That's one thing I've been doing. I've been fasting a lot lately mm-hmm. for the past about three weeks. And fasting every morning and praying for God to hear my voice, to hear my requests and. Not only that, I want to hear him more clearly, louder. Um, and I guess sometimes when it gets to that point, it's like, I'm sitting here talking to you, dude, but you ain't listening. <laughs> That's God speaking to me. It's like, I want to hear your voice, God. I've been talking to you this whole time and you won't listen. So that's been on my mind. Anyhow, what are you looking up, Mark? Well, you'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, here's Here's our topic tonight. Patty already spilled the beans, and she didn't even know it. Yeah. What? Gosh, Patty. Yeah, Patty. So I, I came to Bryce at, right after Bible study with the idea, and Patty was already and stepping all over it. spilled the beans. What did I do? Spoiler alert, I'm Patty. Do you, have the, do you have the verse pulled up? You're proud of me. Well, one of the ones I was you? thinking of. All right, pull, you don't say know either. <laughs> so this one is um, John 15, 19. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own, but because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Right. And you said we're in this world, but not of, of this, this world. world. That's kind of what we want to talk to talk tonight about is being present, but not participating. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah. That sounds, sounds right. Am I wrong, Casey? No. 
If you if you can be there, that sounded awful questioning when she said that. No, no. Okay, there we go. You can be there, and you don't have to participate. Right. I think it's actually important that you are there, because you can't show love to somebody who is that you won't go around. Mm-hmm. You can't tell somebody that you care about them and try to help understand what they're going through if you won't show up. Even if it's something that you're not going to be involved in, you can be there. Obviously, you don't want to go to these dumb places that are clearly, there's clearly no good good there at all. Right. But going to like a family family get together where there's probably drinking involved Mm -hmm. or music that you don't listen to, Mm -hmm. you can be there, but not be involved in it. How else are they going to see somebody right. act properly? Because think of this, what, whether you, if you're there or not, they're still talking to somebody about their problems. And if the only ideas that someone's putting in their head are all the bad things and all the wrong answers. There's no voice of reason. There's no other option that they know. All That's I right. can say is, all I know is this is the only thing that I can do that's going to make this feel better. What are your thoughts, Patty? What are your thoughts on it? I agree because... For years, I couldn't hang out with my family, and I missed a lot of family quality time. And I didn't necessarily want to um, be involved in the things that were going on, but I wanted to be around my family. Yeah. And just participate with them, like hang out with them. But I was in a church that didn't agree with that. So if we went out to dinner, if they were having alcohol in that restaurant, I couldn't go there. Yeah. If they were having alcohol at a family gathering, I couldn't go there. You can't go anywhere nowadays if that's standard. Right. <laughs> I mean, literally, so, if you go overseas, there are McDonald's that sell alcohol. So there was like 10 years of I, could, I couldn't do it. You yeah. Know? And it's sad. Let me ask a question. Do you think that maybe that's why it's such in a down spiral is we're not willing to go? Yeah. We're not willing to be there. Stuff is... So that's what, like, what, like, what I was just saying is, there's alcohol everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is that why? Maybe because the Christians didn't say, "Hey, we're here. We really don't want to see that here," you know. But I don't know. I don't know. It couldn't, couldn't, but still, I think a big thing is, is at the end of the day, whether or not you went, they still did what they want to, didn't they? Yeah. Right. In every situation. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you not going, it doesn't protect you from anything. It just shines because a bad light they're on still you. doing it. Right. They're still but doing now it. they think that you think you're better than them because you right. won't show up. Right. And then That's you're exactly. mad or you feel upset because you can't go because they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a direct attack, I think, sowing seeds of division in yeah. families or even just in people in general. You know, we're meant to be the light of the world. If we decide we're going to sit in our house and light it up all the time. How's anybody else ever going to see any different? Exactly. Wait a minute. How are you going to be the light of the world? If if you're going to be the light, there has to be darkness. That's what I'm saying. So you if they're if you're in a room with a bunch of lights, it's just kind of pointless. Right. <laughs> yeah. You need to go somewhere that's, that's dark. That's true. I found another one I liked, and I had to look it up on my phone because I wanted to make sure that it's. I thought it's like the sounds like this is in red. Yeah. Which, if you don't believe any other verses in the Bible are important, if they're in red, those definitely are important. important. Right. So the one I found was, because a lot of times people, they say, well, I just want to get out of this. I want out of the situation. We're not going to go through this. You know, we shouldn't have to go through these kinds of problems. We shouldn't have to deal with some of these things. Right. So we always ask, you know, take us away from all this stuff. 
Well, another one in John, John 17, 15. And so keep in mind, like I said, this is in red. This is Jesus talking. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. So even Jesus is praying not for us to get removed out of the world, but being kept from just the being evil kept in from it. the evil. So keeping us separate, keeping us protected, because we still have a job to do in the world. Right. That's a good scripture to have. Uh, and a tip for anyone, if you ever have like any question about you know what does like the Bible or something say on this, just go to Google, say Bible verses about whatever your topic is that you're thinking that maybe you're unsure of or you would like a little more info. You'll find pages like uh, with 180, you know, plenty to give you to look up. And the fact that it's not, oh, there's seven verses and it's verse one through seven. No, they're sp spread out through all sorts of books in the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. So there's lots of supporting verses to reinforce the point. I think you should pray that pray that verse every time you go out to do something with your family that's not saved or with friend groups that aren't saved. God, yeah. don't take me out. I pray you take me you do not take me out of this world, but I ask that you keep me from the evil within it and let your light shine through me that they might become saved. That's big. I don't know how long it will take to shine your light for it to for it to make waves for people that like, but there's oh, people always watching. Some I, I've gone to uh, family get-togethers with my wife's side of the family, and they're like, I can't believe you can have so much fun and not be drinking. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a pretty fun and guy. sometimes I don't know. they think yeah. I'm drunk and I'm acting crazy just along with them. They think I'm drinking, but I'm not. Nope. And I'm won't. Like, That's how I am. <laughs> it's just me. It is. <laughs> I'm this crazy sober. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this crazy sober. <laughs> no, it's like, it's possible, guys. Whether you believe that or not, yeah. maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just really funny or something. But funny looking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Patty. Ouch, Patty! That just came out. The claws came out. I think we're in a room full of lights. See, yeah. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> and if there's any other doubts, I can't that, breathe enough to be laughing like that, Patty. <laughs> any other doubts that we're meant to still stay here to do something? There's another one, and. Keep in mind, again, the vast majority of this is in red. The only part that's not is the first five words, and those it's Mark 16, 15. The part that's not in red is, and he said unto them. So it's someone that's writing down, they witnessed Jesus, Jesus saying these things. And then the rest is in red of what Jesus, his instruction. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Right. So we've not only is he praying that we don't get taken out so that we can still help, He's, He's commanding, commanding us, us to go out. To go into, right? Yeah. That's a good one. I never thought about it like that. Go into the world. How can he meet with, how can the drunk be saved? How can the drug addict be saved? How can the prostitute be saved? If you don't go to them. Mm -hmm. And you can't be like, well, they're they're drunk right now, so I can't talk to them because they're they're drunk and they'll never get it. Well, you might be surprised. Sometimes, sometimes that's what they remember the most. Well, before, I used to get upset because people would stand around and be drinking or high, and they'd talk about the Bible amongst each other. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you guys do that? That's so disrespectful. Yeah. And my, that was my opinion. 
But then now I look back and I'm like, at least they were trying to talk about it. Well, and my thing is, uh, it's like when you said that I've had the same experience, mm-hmm. kind of basically the exact same where they're talking to me about it and asking my thoughts and opinions and they're blatantly drunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you? You have the nerve to say it. And then I'm like, now I have the nerve to shut my mouth, even though that the good words are in my brain and I have. How disgraceful is that? That's what I was just thinking. So much worse to withhold it and think that you're amazing or think that I'm better because I'm not the one drunk talking about it. I got to take that even a step further. I won't even talk about it sober. You ready for this one? Go for it. So we talk about, you know, when you when people they're on drugs and they're or they're drunk, they're out of their mind, right? They're, they're right. without all their senses. So when they have nothing else that they can think for themselves, they're still talking about the only thing that's actually going to matter, even if they don't even realize everything they're doing. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So when every other rational thought's out of their head and they're making the same people that are going to be making the decision to, hey, let's go do this real fast. Right. It's the same one that's saying, well, you know, Jesus loves you and then falls off the bar stool. Right. Well, they might not have to be the ones to say it if a Christian would open their mouth and say it anyways. Mm-hmm. Somebody true. needed to hear it. Like and God had to use who was willing to do it. Right. Yep. At the end of the day. And we're not the judge. Yeah. No. Be careful how you treat strangers. Mm-hmm. You might be entertaining mm-hmm. an angel and unawares. And short of you seeing them drink just because they're there, look at back um, in the Old Testament mm-hmm. with um, Hannah and them. She thought they the thought, priest thought she was drunk. Right. He didn't see any of the other things. He just saw the way she was behaving. Right. Now I'm not saying that's not what's going on, but like obviously, if you're not seeing that there's nothing around them, they're acting like that. You don't see empty glasses. You don't see anything else. But you're still quick to assume because of where they're at. That's what it is. How well, comes- isn't that why they didn't believe Noah? Because Noah was a drunk. I don't know. And it was also like tick. never rained ever before. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it was like a light dew, mist and things like no that. No dew came up from the ground. Yeah, and replenished the earth. You're like, yeah, what's about? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, my thought is how come, how have we got so amazing? Newsflash: We have it. Yeah. I mean, we get we yeah. get that, but yeah. I'm just saying it arrived yet. <laughs> why have we got so awesome that we are so saved? I should say. Or can I say like one of the we've heard a lot of times we're so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, right? Mm-hmm. All we can think about is getting there, you know. And I think you should work out your salvation for yourself. But at the end of the day, the Bible clearly tells you to go teach the gospel to every living creature, teaching those things that I have are observing those things that I have taught you to do, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and do it all over. That's not very hard. Let's get it done, folks. It is pretty much just as simple as that. I There's... thought, I, Casey, I so thought you were going to say something right here. She's itching I too. Waiting. I know it. I can feel it. <laughs> just say it. You're holding it in. I'm really not. I just don't know what to say, and now I'm being pressured. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Say it. I think. I think Jesus wants you to go look for those people. I know Jesus doesn't want you to just sit in church on Sunday and pray that they're going to walk in and not do nothing about it. That's true. Yeah. He wants you to go find That's these people. That's a big thing. You Casey, know, these people are hurting and they're trying to cover it with something. Yeah. And we have what is there that they can actually fill the void. And we know. 
Agreed. Because we've all been there where we needed the covering and looked in other in other ways to cover this hole that we have and found the real way ourselves. Why are we holding that in? Daddy, don't look at me like that. Laziness. <laughs> I, st- I still remember uh, the one Spanish uh, preacher that came to the old church. He's like, you're lazy. You're lazy. You're lazy. And that's what he pr- was preaching on was that we are... We're lazy. lazy. You know, let's, let's do better. You guys want to? We can do better. We're going to do better. Get it. All right. With that, we're going to end this podcast. I think it's time. Yeah. I think we've said enough to get you on your feet and start moving towards spreading the gospel, sharing the word of God with everybody. With that, we're going to say love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comments section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week. 